Arizona State playing spoiler for Stanford, at least. Cal doesn't have any hopes, but Stanford, kind of one of those bubble teams, needs some wins. And Arizona State, as you heard in that final call there, 79-75, as they got back-to-back wins over the Northern California squads. Sean O'Connell, Jeff Schwartz, and joining us from Devil's Digest to talk a little hoop, Hode Rubino. Hode, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, we appreciate it. Um, is that is that the role the rest of this season for this Arizona State team? Just play spoiler for the other Pac-12 squads <laughs> that are hoping for good things to happen? Or is there some outside chance that they can make a bubble push? Well, I, I really think uh, the bubble push will have to really require um, – an absolute uh, miracle on, on on the hard court uh, between now and, and middle of March. And obviously, if somehow they can win the Pac-12 tournament, uh, then that's obviously going to give them the automatic bid. But I'm not really holding my breath um, that much uh, for, for it to happen. Unfortunately, the Sun Devils really dug themselves a little too deep of a hole to start the season. Obviously, with uh, COVID-related uh, postponement and cancellation of games, that doesn't really help your cause. And I know a lot of other teams have been affected by it, but I think when you look at the Pac-12, you could say that perhaps the ASU got affected just a little uh, too much compared to its conference foes. So uh, it, it definitely is an uphill battle uh, from here. But uh, look, uh, this time last week, uh, we were talking about a six-game uh, losing streak and not really a whole lot of hope uh, for the future. And now after a sweep of the various schools, maybe outlook uh, about Arizona State uh, somehow changes. Uh, they got a pretty tough game on Thursday uh, at Colorado, so uh, we'll see if there really is any momentum from these last two wins that they can carry over uh, to uh, the game at Colorado and then the game at Utah three days later. What have they done better the last two games to get them these wins? I mean, Remy Martin had 23 points. They shot 50% from the field uh, in their win against uh, Stanford the other day. Is just kind of overall offensively making shots and, and doing better things is helping them out? Well, I think uh, when you look at the game against Stanford, which I think by far was the most complete game the Sun Devils played, I mean, even though they didn't lead uh, ticker to ticker, uh, there were 10 lead changes in that game alone. Um, it would, really was a more complete effort. The team really looked uh, much less uh, disjointed on both ends of the court. And when you play a team like Stanford, uh, you talk, you're talking about a starting lineup that has one guard and four forwards, and the shortest forward is 6-7. And against a team like ASU, which we knew from the get-go coming into this season, was always going to be challenged in the front court. Uh, they kind of held their own uh, in, in the rebounding department, but more importantly, uh, they took advantage of their exceptional guard play, which uh, didn't only score uh, 50 of the 79 points, but also had a huge, huge part in um, uh, scoring uh, 29 points off of 20 turnovers by Stanford. And granted, Stanford was a team which um, maybe you would expect with uh, so many starters, um, mo- mostly at the guard um, position being out, that they really would be prone to turn over the ball uh, quite a bit. But I think it's one thing to see it on the scouting report, acknowledging it, but it's another matter altogether to actually executing that on game day. And I think ASU uh, did not let their clear size disadvantage uh, really hamper them, did somewhat okay. Uh, on the on the rebounding uh, front, but more importantly, uh, really put a lot of pressure on the ball handlers for the Cardinal and uh, b- barely won the game because Stanford is still a quality team, even though they were missing a lot of firepower. And this is a team, if you recall, 
just two two days before they played ASU, beat U of A in Tucson. So this is definitely a high hurdle to clear, but ASU did clear it again in the most complete game uh, game of the year, really playing to their strengths and really trying to exploit every weakness that the opponent had. The first uh, seven games or so of the season, Remy Martin was up and down, had some single-digit scoring games. The last five, though, he's really come on strong. He's raised his average now about about two points. Uh, how much has this play kind of helped Arizona State kind of stabilize their, their season so far? Yeah, I think uh, Remy Martin is definitely the straw that stirs the drink, if you will. And, and when you're uh, AP – uh, a preseason All-American, uh, something that is definitely a rarity uh, here in Tempe, that uh, tells you uh, quite a bit uh, what kind of impact he has on the, on, on the Sun Devil squad. And um, it's definitely been uh, some, a somewhat up-and-down uh, season for him. And he also had a, a death in the family. And when his grandpa passed away, he had to be in COVID protocol, if you will, coming back from the funeral uh, in, in Southern California. And he did miss the two games against UCLA and USC here at home. Two games that ASU kept matters uh, very, very close. And I think if Remy Martin uh, plays in both of those games, I think at worst, ASU would, would uh, come out with a split. But I just noticed even before his, his grandpa passed away that there was something different about uh, his demeanor. And it was very noticeable. And Bobby Hurley uh, did um, voice uh, his concern uh, publicly about it. And um, they had, um, if you will, a, a, a come-to-Jesus uh, conversation at, at one point in the season. And I think from that point on, uh, we, ha- we did see a different Remy Martin and the Remy Martin that we expected to see probably when the, when the season began. And again, it's not that Remy Martin had some bad games earlier in the season, but it was really just way uh, too much of a roller coaster for a player of, of his caliber. But uh, if you're judging by the last two games, and especially that, that Stanford game, you definitely see the Raymond Martin that, that we expected to see that the rest of the Pac-12, uh, quite frankly, expected to see. So, again, just going back to my earlier point, is this, can this uh, be some kind of launching pad for Remy Martin and the Sun Devils? Uh, time, time will tell. But uh, there's no doubt in my mind that if ASU can somehow make uh, lemonade out of lemons uh, this year, uh, Raymond Martin is going to be a huge part of that effort. Boat Rubino, Devils Digest for a couple more minutes here on Pac-12 today. I guess less of a basketball question and more of just like a general athletic department question for Arizona state right now. Like the football season got spoiled by COVID. Uh, There -hmm. there was a lot of promise and it it just kind of went up in flames because of COVID and whatever else basketballs had their schedule affected by COVID wrestling and hockey. And like some of these other strong programs for Arizona state, everyone's (laughs) been affected right now. So what, what's the, the morale like on campus? Yeah, I mean, I just think everybody is just uh, trying to, con- to, to control what, what they can control. And, uh, again, I mean, I don't think anybody at ASU is really crying out, woe is me. I mean, COVID has affected each and every team in the Pac-12. COVID has affected each and every program in college sports. I, but I do think there's something to be said. Uh, of Arizona State maybe being affected uh, a, a little more than other programs. And you talk about football, I mean, it wasn't that there was a COVID outbreak, but just the timing of that COVID outbreak uh, caused ASU to miss not one, not two, but, but, but three games. And I think uh, the football team really made the most out, out, of, out, of that, uh, out of that two and two season and really uh, is giving a lot of hope uh, coming, coming around for the 2021 season. And 
I don't want to call the blessing in disguise because that would be an absolute gross characterization of what happened uh, to the uh, COVID hiatus that the football team went through. But now you have a good number of players that maybe you weren't banking on coming back in 2021, maybe trying their hand in the NFL draft, whether they're seniors or even uh, junior and then being uh, eligible for the draft now coming back uh, to, uh, to, to, to the team. So um, sure. There's a lot of, um, you know, uh, long, long faces out here in Tempe with the various sports that they got affected. But uh, I think when you look at football in specific, uh, there really was uh, quite a bit of hope, quite a, quite a bit of flashes of brilliance, uh, beating U of A in Tucson 70 to seven is one of them, obviously that really uh, have you uh, come into the 2021 season with some kind of swagger. So uh, I guess it really depends on, on really which sport uh, you, you, you're talking about. And I think when it comes to basketball, coming back to that sport, I mean, sure, I think a lot of people are going to point to COVID just really wrecking uh, this, this team, uh, uh, players missing uh, games because of COVID. And then you had a uh, phenom freshman such as Marcus Bagley, who wasn't affected by COVID but had a, a calf injury which caused him to miss uh, multiple games. So uh, I think bottom line, a lot of people just uh, take uh, this uh, season in sports as, as a total wash and something that you really shouldn't take uh, much, much stock out of. But again, I think with football, uh, maybe there's, uh, this, like I said, a little more swagger, a little more hope going into next season. Uh, basketball is going to be interesting to see how they end the season. But uh, we all know that uh, they could be a serious talent drain uh, from this team. So I think this offseason is huge for Bobby Hurley uh, to make sure that the 21-22 season is not a major rebuilding project. But uh, but obviously, uh, this uh, season is probably going to go down as a massive disappointment. Sure, COVID was part of it, but I think there's some other elements that uh, unfortunately uh, took a very promising season uh, into a whole different direction. Last question for me. You, you mentioned Coach Hurley. Uh, seems to get fined at least once a year, maybe twice a year, for <laughs> complaining about the officials. I, I don't really mind that. How does that play within his program and with the higher-ups at Arizona State? It feels like I, I would imagine they're fine with him defending and standing up for, for his team. Yeah, I, I really don't think that there really has been a lot of, a lot of pushback um, from uh, athletic director Ray Anderson uh, towards Bobby Hurley when he came to that. I mean, I'm sure some of the conversations, you know, Ray Anderson probably said, okay, I mean, maybe we can uh, tone, uh, tone it down a little. And I think there were some stretches uh, uh, last year and beginning of this year where we did see a more, a more common demeanor of uh, Bobby Hurley. But I think that his fiery personality aside, uh, I think just the frustration of this uh, COVID uh, season, if you will, uh, has really gotten to Bobby Hurley uh, more and uh, really has maybe heightened uh, his, his complaints about the officials. But look, objectively, when you look at this game against Stanford, and yes, if you did win that game, you look at a, a gross uh, disparity where Stanford playing in a way game has 34, uh, uh, 3-4 attempts and ASU as exactly half of that at 17. And I think ASU only got into the bonus with like two, three minutes left uh, in the second half. Uh, you could definitely understand why Bobby Hurley would be upset uh, once or twice or three times at the, at the officials. But uh, yeah, I think it's something that everybody accepts. Uh, this is part of the personality of Bobby Hurley. He obviously done a lot of good with this program. And, and I think uh, as long as you win, uh, winning does uh, cure everything and maybe has some folks uh, look, look in the other directions or just uh, – 
uh, maybe putting a little spin on uh, Bobby Hurley's uh, fiery personality and complaining about the officials. But I guess uh, in his defense, uh, some of his complaints uh, that, that definitely do have merit. And uh, I guess the game against Stanford, but maybe the best of both worlds, is to see a fiery uh, Bobby Hurley makes it entertaining for the folks watching on TV. But at the end of the day, uh, his team uh, does uh, come, come out with a win, uh, which uh, was really, really hard because I don't know how many teams can beat an opponent that uh, has uh, double the free throw attempts and uh, have that uh, figure be in the mid-30s. So I guess uh, whatever Bobby Hurley did uh, in terms of uh, his fiery personality on Saturday uh, did fire up his team. And uh, the net result was, uh, like I said, the most impressive win of the season, the most complete game for the Sun Devils this year. That's Hope Rubino, Arizona State men's basketball insider. Go check him out at devilsdigest.com. Thanks, Hope. Thanks for having me, guys.